Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Former State Senator George Maziars. George, long time no talk. How you doing? Yeah, good Good morning, Joe. How you doing? Doing all right this morning. Uh, lots going on at the state level, but I want to take it all the it way sure back is. and then move uh, to current. I want to go back to the talk that's been going on really since November, and then we saw it in the budget, and that is this slow ban on natural gas. Um, now, I, I want to know how far back this went. Was this something that was in the works back in your time in Albany? Oh, absolutely. It was. I chaired, I actually chaired the Senate uh, Energy Committee for over 10 years, and, and this was something that the far left would bring up often. You know, their, their goal, I think, their first, their, their initial goal was to to kill coal, uh, you know, which which unfortunately they succeeded on. You know, they, they, instead of looking at, you know, ways to burn coal in a cleaner fashion, like carbon sequestration and so forth, their idea was to, to kill it. And I think now that they've, that they've succeeded there, uh, their next goal is to go after natural gas. It's 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 uh, it's it's a wrongheaded policy. It's, it's crazy. Uh, the electric grid in New York State is not prepared uh, for uh, uh, for that for for you know to, to end uh, uh, the use of, of natural gas. And and you know the Cuomo administration and I'm sure the Hochul administration has the same thing because it's usually the same leftists that are advising the governor. Uh, their idea is, well, we can import uh, hydropower, clean power from other areas, from New Jersey, from Canada, which is exactly the wrong way to go when you're depending on, on other states or other nations, in this instance of Canada, uh, to supply you with power. It's, 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 it's crazy policy. You, you know, we talked with um, State Senator Rob Ward about this last week, and, and my question to you is, I mean, I've talked to people who politically don't agree with me, but see this in the works and say there's no way – we can make this happen. Do you think there'd be any pushback by Democrats in Albany to where maybe at least delay some of the stuff that's going to happen in the next two or four years? No, I don't, because I think the Democrats in Albany, the far leftists, are, are feeling their oats uh, You know, the, in rejecting the governor's uh, uh, choice for the Court of Appeals. I think that they're emboldened now. Um, and, and, you know, they want to make New York California, you know, where California has this far left energy policy, but yet California also has 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 brownouts, blackouts, you know, uh, reduced usage of, of power. That's where they want to go because they say, you know, and they, their thinking is, well, you know, we can always get power from other sources. You know, we can always, you know, upgrade the the, the electric grid, which is not going to happen. Um, you know, uh, uh, Rob Orr, I believe a couple of weeks ago, came out and said just that, that the electric grid in New York was not prepared for the influx of use if you, if you did away with natural gas. And, and PolitiFact, which is a, a nonpartisan, unbiased, uh, very objective 
used by news medias across the country, really, uh, actually uh, uh, did a a a a a study of of Ort's comments, and they, and they rate them. You know, they, and they love to catch politicians uh, when they're being untruthful, and they rated Ort's Ort's position, or, or I'm sorry, Ort's statement as being uh, 100% factual and true. You know, which I think is is further evidence that. Uh, um, that, that, that the Democrats are headed down a, a, a really bad path. It's going to increase energy rates. You know, that's what they don't, don't tell you. It's, it's going to increase uh, costs uh, for businesses, for homeowners, um, and it's going to end up with, with brownouts, blackouts. You know, we're going to be California. You know, yeah, the, 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 the updating the grid, that wasn't even part of the budget proposal. That wasn't part of anything. I, I, it's just to me, it seems like that's the first thing people will bring up. And like I said, I, I've talked to non-political people, but people who, when it comes to politics, do not agree with me. And they're also pushing back. It's surprising to see that not in Albany at all, that this is just going to go through. And, and George, I, I want your thoughts on this. You know, looking at the November election it's not like Governor Hochul won by a landslide. For New York State, it was actually a pretty close election. Wouldn't, in your opinion, wouldn't that kind of put the brakes on things to see? Hey, why was this such a close election in a state like New York? Well, you know, you're you're absolutely right, Joanna, and that's why I don't understand the governor's position on this. I, I think that you know she's I, maybe she maybe her senior staff are a little jolted by the election, by the closeness of the election. Lee Zeldin did an excellent job. Um, I, I, I think, you know, you have two Kathy Hochul's, you know, you have the, the progressive leftist that's, that's trying to appease the, the far left of the Democratic Party. And then you have, you know, the upstate, more moderate, I, I dare say, even say moderately conservative Kathy Hochul, who's trying to govern. And, and you know, she's, she's, she's not finding that, that right, right middle ground. And, and, and to be honest with you, I think that the legislature has been further emboldened by this, uh, by this rejection of the of the uh, uh, appellate uh, uh, chief judge nomination, uh, I think she's going to have a very difficult time. Now, I do think that I, I will tell you this: that the governor is sitting back. You notice that the governor did not file a lawsuit against the Senate requiring a full vote of the Senate. Now, the Senate did file a lawsuit, but not the governor didn't, because I think the governor is saying, you know, I'm going to hold my cards. And in the budget, in the budget process in New York State, the governor has enormous amount of power, enormous amount of power, and it, it, I think she's going to she's going to uh, kind of lay in wait for the legislature and, and, and maybe try to get back at them during the budget process. And we will get to that because that's a, another thing I wanted to bring up with you. Uh, but going back to the budget, obviously the, the gas ban has been like has been the major uh, topic of conversation. It is funny, George, that so many people are talking about this natural gas ban and have kind of forgotten that there's also a 2035 um, you know, car, ga- automobile gas ban yeah. oh, that's on the oh, table. Oh, oh. All, all electric vehicles by by 2035. It's 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 an unreachable goal. It's just it's it's California all over. It's a far leftist in Albany. It's just it's crazy. It it can't work in New York. Um, it's not going to work in New York. It, it, it you know you know what they'll do is I, I think in the end they'll move the they'll they'll move the goal line. You know they'll say well 2035 isn't realistic. You know we'll make it 2040 something like that and. You know, it's just it's it's just it's it's crazy energy policy. You know, if you hit realistic energy policy, upgrade the grid, you know, uh, encourage people to, to, to switch by giving them incentives to do it, you know, uh, but being very careful about about the increased cost of energy, because, you know, that's that's what hurt businesses in New York State. I, I know, you know, right here in, in Niagara County, we have the the General Motors plant here uh, back when, you know, back in, I think, my God, 2008, 2009. 
you know, they were going to be closing down 20 plants across the United States, Delphi Harrison and, 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 and General Motors. And the, the one reason they kept this plant in Lockport open was because of the cheap power available from the Niagara, the Niagara Power Project. You know, um, I mean, you've you got to think about the end users' rates that they're paying for electricity, uh, that they're paying for power, that, that they're paying for doing business in New York. And this energy policy that, that the governor is proposing and this commission that she appointed is just crazy. It's unworkable in New York. And we look at the budget itself, George. It's the second biggest budget in the country, only second to the state you keep mentioning, California. I mean, Texas and Florida's combined is still smaller than New York State's budget. What gives with the bloated New York State budget? Well, in New York State, we spend a lot of money on education and health care. That's pretty much where, where, where most of it goes. Um, uh, you know, I'll tell you, the governor and the legislature are in a very, uh, I would say, enviable position. When, when I was in office, you know, they have a, they have a, a, a multi-billion dollar surplus this year to work with. I'm absolutely certain they're not going to save one penny of it for any future downturn years. Uh, they're going to spend uh, every bit of it, particularly the, the leftists that control the legislature. And they're going to add on to the spending that the governor did. I, I can almost guarantee you that, particularly when it comes to, to uh, um, uh, higher education, uh, K through 12 education. Um, I think it's going to be a good year for school districts in New York. You know, I, I, I look at the, the budget, we look at the, the gas plan, and, and that is getting all the talk, um, the gas bans. If you were in charge of the Republican Party in New York State, George, what would your message be? What would your strategy be um, either to take advantage of this or, or to try to gain seats in Albany in the next election season? You know, I would concentrate a lot on certainly on Long Island and the Hudson Valley and, and, and tell people how these leftist crazy, you know, get rid of, you know, your, your, your gas stoves and, you know, natural gas service and how these crazy leftist policies are going to increase the rate that you pay every month in your bill. That, that's what impacts people is, you know, what's it going to cost me? You know, what's it going to, going to you know, that monthly bill that I get from, you know, my, my supplier? What's that going to do? It well, it's going to go up by by thirty percent. It's going to go up by forty five percent. That's an impact. That's what I would do if I was running the Republican Party. Particularly, you know, in upstate New York, I, I, I think you know we do a, we do a, a, a very good job of that. Um, you know, where I would concentrate more is on Long Island and Hudson Valley because those are the swing districts. Those are the ones that are going to going to do it. And you know, the assembly is gone in New York. I hate to say it, but it's just it's just gone. You know, it's always going to be controlled by the Democrats. There, there is hope in the New York State Senate, though. Now, that's my old hometown, you know. So, uh, you know, I have a, a soft spot for the Senate. But I think that's where we could pick up seats, and, and that's where we can, we can uh, uh, impact the government of New York. That's what we did, you know, back when we had the majority. Now, speaking of the state Senate, you mentioned this uh, a few minutes ago, the state Senate uh, Republicans suing to force a vote on LaSalle nomination. Um, this was the nominee for chief judge that was narrowly rejected last month. Uh, what is the goal here uh, with forcing this vote? You know, I think the goal is to is to basically I think the Republicans are saying, is, you know, look, we got to have a process here. The full Senate, you can't take a, a, a committee, which, by the way, a committee that was stacked. Uh, against the nominee, I mean, you know, two weeks before the meeting, they added another, uh, I, I believe, four members, you know, 
which all of whom were voted against the nominee. So the committee was stacked to begin with. I think what the Republicans are saying, and I think it's a good thing. The problem is, you know, you know, this is going to go. I think I think they filed it in Suffolk County. You know, this is going to go before a judge. It's going to be appealed and appealed. It's going to go up to probably to the to the Court of Appeals, which is the court where this judge was being appointed to. And two members of that court actually applied for this job. So. You know, I, I don't know if there's any like objective area that you can that you could do. I've I've talked to legal experts on both sides of this issue, and quite frankly, I've gotten opinions going both ways that that the full Senate has to vote, the the full Senate does not have to vote. You know, I, I know it's never been done before, so it's it's really uncharted territory. Were you surprised but, that a Hochul nominee was rejected by the Senate Democrats? I was not surprised because I think I think that the legislature, particularly those Senate Democrats, but particularly and I mentioned the deputy majority leader, uh, Senator Mike Gianaris from Queens, is is staking out a claim that the Senate, that these progressive groups in the Senate are not going to be pushovers for any gubernatorial nominee, that they are going to have their say, that the governor should have should have sat down with them beforehand, you know, uh, to talk. About a nominee, I think he, I think he, I think that the Senate Dems were sending a message to the governor that you know you're, you're just not going to roll over us. You know you've got to we've got to be part of the of the decision making process. The governor, on the other hand, I think is 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 is, is going to say you know listen, I'm the governor, I was duly elected, you know this is my appointment, and I'm going to go forward. And I think the governor, as I said before, or I alluded to before, I think the governor is going to come back in the budget and. Uh, uh, you know, send a, send some pretty strong messages to the Senate Democrats. Uh, in the Times Union during the week, uh, Joshua Solomon has an article about Lee Zeldin possibly running against uh, Kristen Gillibrand for U.S. Senate. Uh, what would you think of his chances, and how would he kind of bring back that momentum he had in the gubernatorial race last year? I think it would be a great idea. I think he I think he beat. Uh, 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 Kirsten Gillibrand. If, if, Joe, if you walk down Main Street in the, you know, the 10 largest cities in New York outside of New York City and, and, and ask 10 people who Kirsten Gillibrand was, uh, nine of them wouldn't know, um, you know, because she's so overshadowed by Chuck Schumer. Uh, you know, I mean, she, she, she just is, is almost a, a non-entity in, in, in New York state politics and the government. I, I, let me let me give you this shocking prediction, Joe. Okay, are you ready? I'm ready. I think she's going to have a primary. I think Andrew Cuomo is going to primary her, oh, and wow. and that is going to be a, 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 a huge primary. I think a Republican can, in a general election, can sneak up the middle, and I think Lee Zeldin is the exact candidate to do that. She's either going to get a primary from Andrew Cuomo or from um, Alexandria Casio Cortez, but she's going to get a Democratic primary. And, and I think that's why she that's why she announced so early. I think that's why she suddenly started to discover where upstate New York was. And uh, I think it's going to be a, 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 a battle of titans. I wouldn't be a bit surprised if Andrew Cuomo didn't jump in. You know, he's got a he's he's, he's got a big war chest. He's, he's certainly he is, he is better name recognition, both negative and positive, probably more negative than she does. You know, again, if you went down. Again, that Main Street and ask 10 people who Andrew Cuomo was, 10 out of 10 would know who he was. It's interesting you say that, George, because my next question, my next two questions were actually going to be about former Governor uh, Andrew Cuomo. And you kind of answered it there. You know, all, all signs point to him wanting to get back in the political uh, arena. You think it's going to be in the state, uh, in the um, not state Senate, in the national Senate? 
Actually, yes, I do. You think about it. You know, he, he's. I don't think he's going to run for 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 governor again. I just think you know that that's just not what he wants to be. Um, I, I think you know he looks at at the United States Senate a statewide race against a um, I think a very weak candidate, somebody who doesn't have a lot of name recognition, somebody who's clearly overshadowed by Chuck Schumer. Um, you know, I I think again, you know, a lot of it is name recognition. You ask people who Christian Gillibrand is, nobody knows, uh, not for a few people know, Andrew Cuomo, everybody knows who he is. Again, they don't all like him, but, uh, you know, and, and, and you know, I, 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 particularly in, in upstate New York, you know, I, I can't think of one thing that, that, that she's done or, or you know, that, that, you know, you could credit her for. Um, I, I, I think she's extremely vulnerable, and I think if you have this dragged out, uh, uh, hard-hitting Democratic primary, I think it's it's ripe for a Republican to do it. That's Joe. I'm going to go back a long time ago. I think 1992. It's exactly what Alphonse D'Amato did. You know, there was a five-way Democratic primary. I think Bob Abrams, Elizabeth Holzman at the time. Now I'm really showing my age here, Joe. But this is probably before you were born, Joe. But but uh, it was a, a heavy Democratic primary. They 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 destroyed each other. And Al D'Amato ran up the middle on the Republican line and and won. I think uh, Lee Zeldin can do the same thing. Hey, former State Senator George Maziarz, before we let you go, uh, we're asking everybody the, the <laughs> game the game we wish the Bills were in tonight, uh, yes, Kansas City, Philadelphia. Who do you think it's going to be? I'm an AFC guy, Joe. Even though uh, I think I think maybe Philadelphia might be a better team, I'm an AFC guy. I'm going with Kansas City. All right, it's two votes, Kansas City, one vote, Philadelphia. Hey, George, always great checking up with you. We'll talk hey, to you soon. Hey, Joe. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 